I'm just going to hand back to Olivia again. Uh, she's got a question for you about your role as chair chair of the bar. Okay. Yeah, um, I think one of the more interesting aspects um, of the bar council is that um, it represents all barristers, um, including barristers who specialise in fields that, of course, subject to very distinct pressures. Um, you know, criminal barristers and family barristers. I wonder if you could tell us a bit about your experience of acting as chair of this fairly broad church. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It's one of the um, one of the sort of fascinating aspects about the job that you're you know, you're representing um, a relatively small profession, but who um, practice in, in such a wide range of work and who have, in some ways, different interests. Um, different paymasters, you know, if you're talking about a publicly funded barrister who's subject to uh, legal aid um, versus, you know, commercial barrister whose bulk of the work might be coming out of Asia. Um, but in a way, that's one of the things that makes it so interesting. And I would say that it, the, the job, which it, which it was what it is really for a year, um, requires many of the skills of my day job, but in a completely different context. And so you're looking really at advocacy. Um, you know, you're advocating to these barristers who are your members. You're advocating to the government um, in relation to the justice system in relation to legal aid fees, for example. You're advocating to regulators um, to stop them over-regulating the profession and, of course, to the outside market. Um, so that's the first thing, advocacy. Secondly, strategy. It's all about, you know, planning for the future of the profession and, and the organization. Um, and um, figuring out, you know, how to ensure that that it stays together, that it recognizes the importance of sticking together as a profession. And then I'd say thirdly, judgment, you know, making those difficult calls, taking views as to which battles are worth fighting. Um, so I, it was a, it's an extremely interesting job. Um, and I would say that um, the takeaway I have from it about my profession um, is that on the whole, it recognizes it's stronger together. Um, but you can never take that for granted. Um, and I suppose I would also say that I'm, I've never met so many different barristers from different regions and different practice areas, different age groups. Um, and the interesting thing for me was that although, of course, it's a very diverse profession, actually, on the whole, um, barristers you know, enjoy the same challenges they, most of the people I spoke to, including you know some of the youngest joining the profession, um, would mention phrase, you know advocacy, independence, challenge, you know the excitement that that brings, um, the intellectual challenge, um, and so I think when one actually breaks down what people do on a daily basis and and why they do it, actually it is a surprisingly coherent profession. Um, it just doesn't always look like that from the outside. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's really interesting, to, um, particularly your point about um, despite the diversity of the question, I guess the, the commonalities in terms of um, uh, the challenges and um, uh, the challenges that everyone faces. Um, one thing I also wanted to ask about, um, you've already mentioned launching the wellbeing portal during your time as chair, which sounds like it would be a very, it would have been a very useful resource. Um, I wonder if you could tell us a bit um, about what um, you hoped to accomplish when you were first appointed as chair and um, some of the accomplishments uh, maybe that you are, you're proud of? I suppose in, in, in very simple terms, 
I hoped to leave the organization in a stronger place. And you know, one of the interesting things about leading, leading a profession and leading an, an organization that leads that profession um, is that uh, you actually need to look after the organization as well as the profession. And so you know, ensuring that the Bar Council was um, more transparent, more democratic, more diverse, financially um, you know, better able to look after itself, and that the profession um, maintained that cohesion that we've just been talking about. Um, so I'd say those were um, in very simple terms, and you know, I could, I could uh, talk at length, but I think in simple terms, that, that's really what I was hoping to achieve. Um, and I think in many ways, um, we made you know, good progress on those, um, on those goals. Um, I guess if you ask me what, what do I, you know, what would I point out in terms of the year 2016? Um, I think the, the, the whole team, by which I mean the Bar Council, which is, you know, an elected body of about 100 plus uh, barristers, achieved a lot um, together with the staff of the Bar Council in terms of making the organization more cohesive, more responsive to the profession. But a lot of that work was done behind the scenes. Um, and I think the issues that I would identify are really um, some of the public ones. And so, for example, the ones that stick out to me in many ways are uh, leading the profession you know, around the time, if you remember, of the um, litigation um, around Brexit, the attacks on the judiciary. Um, and so leading the profession in terms of speaking out uh, and effectively defending the judicial system and our justice system, recognizing the importance of that um, and speaking out and recognizing the need to actually draw a marker and to make that point. Um, and so we took a number of strategic steps over a couple of days, um, which led us really, I think, to lead that debate and to play an important role in getting the, um, the then Lord Chancellor to finally speak out in support of the judiciary. Uh, that, I think, was an important issue and one that was not just incredibly important because of the underlying aspect. In other words, um, the need to ensure that um, politicians and society more broadly understands how our justice system works and why that matters to society. Um, but with hindsight, it was also important, I think, in terms of the profession seeing its professional body um, take that leading role and, and speak out on these issues that actually, again, affected all, you know, all our members were interested in that. So that's one. Um, I think the other one I would um, sort of identify um, is uh, leading some of the discussion around regulatory reform. Um, not always the most interesting topic to uh, practicing lawyers, barristers, and solicitors. But it's, a, I think, a constant, um, a, a, a constant for a representative body such as the Bar Council. And uh, I mean, one of the things that really sort of sticks in my mind is back in 2016, the um, Legal Services Board uh, were putting forward various proposals at, at that time, looking to create a single regulator. Uh, and one of the things that really struck me was that um, the uh, first report which they produced took issue with uh, the objectives of the Legal Services Act 2007, um, which encouraged an independent, strong, diverse, and effective legal profession. And uh, the LSB um, took issue with this, and they thought that that was a, a problematic objective um, and um, suggested it didn't stem from the fundamental justification for sector-specific regulation. Uh, and um, 
went on to do a review of some of the UK's largest regulators, including Ofwat, which, as you know, regulates waters and sewers. And uh, they concluded that there were no other regulators which had objectives relating to the strength of their regulated sector. And I remember um, it was quite an important moment in a sense because, it, to, to my mind, it, it showed um, it showed really quite a shocking approach because, in essence, the um, legal services regulator was comparing uh, legal professionals, solicitors and barristers, among others, um, as uh, compared to the task of sewage regulation. And when you start to think what that means um, in terms of attitude, you know, appreciation, approach, um, and so, you know, c coming, I think, away from that, um, I got quite involved in, and uh, as a body, the Bar Council got quite involved in uh, two things. One, obviously, leading that discussion on regulatory reform and, and standing up for the profession. But secondly, um, this, this, I would probably call it fight on regulation, combined with what we saw happening to the judiciary around Brexit, led us really to recognize that, that we need, as lawyers, to constantly educate, promote that we're professionals, that we're part of the justice system, why the justice system is important to society, things that we take for granted, um, but that you realize, actually, um, you can't take for granted. Um, and at a very basic level, um, we, you know, individually and through um, our professional organizations, through our through firms and chambers, um, need to think about constantly reinforcing so that we aren't just um, relegated to, you know, um, the equivalent of Ofwat. <laughs> Uh, nothing, I have nothing against off that, but there's no doubt that what we do and the role that we play is, is completely different. Um, so yeah, so I would, I would say those two, those two issues that turned out to be interrelated and the leadership role, um, I sort of took on, on the position that we, you know, that we as an org, as a profession took, um, are probably two of the things I, you know, look back on and think, yeah, that was the right thing to do.